All right, Cardboard Addicts. So unfortunately, our fifth member, Sudan, could not make it to this podcast. Um, Sudan, we do apologize that you couldn't be here and kind of hang out with us, but uh, we'll see you in the next one. Uh, let's uh, introduce our guests. What's going on, Cardboard Addicts? Today, we've got AGS, Automated Grading Service, on the show, and we are super excited to get them on here. We've got Wooter Boys from AGS, uh, Jeremy, right? And yep. Michael, also uh, from AGS. Uh, Michael is the chief uh, robotics officer. Yeah. Am I correct on that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, very cool. And we are going to be talking about grading. We're going to be talking about the way that they're going to hopefully revolutionize the card grading uh, scene and see if uh, you know their their product and their service is going to be maybe better than everybody else's. We'll see. But we're going to definitely talk about all that good stuff. And uh, let's uh, let's roll the intro, guys. Just uh, keep in mind, we are sponsored by PokeCharles.com, and uh, we have a code for you guys. Ren? Yeah, the code for this week is going to be CAPETB, C-A-P-E-T-B, and that is going to be good for Chilling Rain ETBs. If you want two of them, you can get them for $67.50, or if Battle Styles is the name of your game, two of them for $63. So... Remember, Cap, ETB, Chilling Rain, or Battle Styles Elite Trainer Boxes. And that is shipped, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, you, it's, that's a good deal to uh, to get there. You can't pass up on that. Absolutely. So, again, PokeCharles.com, everybody. Check them out. All right, guys. So uh, we have we have some questions for you. But first of all, we want you to introduce what it is that you guys are doing and uh, basically how you got started with AGS and how it all came about. Why'd you guys, uh, you know, start the company? Mike, you want to take this one? Yeah, yeah, sure. So uh, basically, um, you know, we, we're a couple of guys have known each other for a while and we built like uh, different companies uh, together uh, from a kind of very early age. And one thing that we share in common is like, you know, solving problems together at, by like forming a company. And, um, one thing that we also share very much in common is Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card games in general. And uh, in 2020, we really got involved in Pokemon. Um, you know, with COVID-19 coming into play, you know, a, a lot of you know the TCG world really started blowing up. So basically, what we uh, when we started getting into this world and started grading cards, uh, what we found was that you know, we found a lot of problems. And uh, we, uh, we, we put our thinking caps on and we figured out that a lot of these problems could be solved and that, you know, uh, grading needs to be kind of reimagined, re-envisioned uh, for, uh, you know, from a technical standpoint. So what we did is just, you know, what we do best and that's, you know, brainstorm together and start, uh, you know, we started coming up with ideas. Um, we started kind of uh, figuring out how everything was going to work, and that's how AGS was born. Nice, really cool. Yep. 
Man, that's a, that's some group of friends. My group of friends yeah. said, "Let's put a podcast together." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, they're I mean, like on a whole different other. level there. You know, they're like actually thinking about stuff when we're over here. You know, I was gonna say, I think even on our best day, we're not that ingenuitive. So, <laughs> I mean, we're all we've all known each other since high school, so we've been friends for a long time. So we're kind of friends first, and then that's um, pretty awesome. You know, everybody yeah. has a little bit of entrepreneur in them, and we kind of just all put, put that all together. Our original company was Wooter. Um, so what we did was we were creating um, essentially an ESPN app for amateur sports. Um, after that, so you would have an amateur league. You can see your stats. You can see your blocks, rebounds, everything. And you would be able to see a full player profile like you would on the ESPN app. Um, and then we moved into apparel. So we started selling custom apparel. Um, from there, we pivoted during COVID-19 to sell masks because we had a full supply stream from um, overseas right into the States. So we thought, you know, if nobody else can get them, you know, we might as well try our hand at it. And, yeah. you know, we got a good amount of PPE into the US during COVID-19. And then we kind of got into TCG, like Mike was saying. And then actually our CEO, Alex, he sent his card into PSA thinking it was a 10. It was a Typhlosion double swirl. He thought it was a 10. At the least, it was a nine. Comes back an eight. <laughs> and, uh, we kind of thought about it and we were just we just said this is completely inefficient we can't have human beings looking at a card they had a bad day you just lost twenty thirty thousand dollars right. so you know that's kind of how ags was born as well yeah i hear you i actually sent in some charizards myself i, I probably sent in about eight or nine charizards and uh they all came back seven and eights and uh it's funny because i actually sent them in through a company a middleman company that does a pre-grading and they kind of mm -hmm. give you an idea of what you're going to get now. You know, we were, everybody was expecting like eight, you know, nines and tens and, uh, no, <laughs> not yeah. how it went. Out so. of curiosity with the Typhlosion, uh, have you since gotten it regraded with you guys? Um, Alex, did you regrade the Typhlosion? Did you regrade the Typhlosion? No, right? No, no, we haven't. I mean, we, we, we didn't want to run it through our system just yet. We didn't want to break the slab open, but you know, we will soon. Do you, do you have to break the slab open for it to read it? It's it's already slabbed yeah. in PSA, yeah. So it has to be the raw card to go through okay. our system. Gotcha. Okay. Yes and no. Mm -hmm. Like we can grade with this with the slab in place, but it's not it's not gonna be hundred percent accurate because of the reflections and the light and everything. So we prefer like for robo grading to give you an official grade that like we put our hundred percent approval on, it has to be naked part. Gotcha. Sorry. Okay. Just walk by, dude. Sorry. Our HR. <laughs> our is, HR just showed up actually. Hey. She, she runs hey, it going? For, for water. That's funny. So you guys got you guys, everybody from from the company. We, I mean, I, like yeah. I said, we're friends first. So yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. So are you guys gonna do like a one together. are you gonna do like a one bite pizza app too, or is that gonna be put off or, or <laughs> a one bite pizza? An app for it. One yeah, bite. I, oh, oh, oh. I guess so. Yeah, it just kind of went over everybody's head. I was when you were like you're talking about doing the sports thing. The first thing that came to mind was another person who did a sports thing, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, and then he does the one bite pizza stuff now. Are you talking about? Um, I didn't want to say his name, Dave but you don't want to yeah. say his name. <laughs> yeah, Why I was gonna say Dave Portnoy. Well, no, I just didn't want to, you know, bring it up. I mean, it's not <laughs> name. -wise. What happened to your uh, your amateur sports app? What happened to that? Does it? Are you still working on it or? Um. We kind of pivoted. Uh, it wasn't, gotcha. you know, it wasn't as um, 
fruitful as we wanted it to be in the beginning. Okay, um, it failed basically. Like, like, <laughs> I mean, I mean but, but, it sounds like a really cool concept. Fine. I just imagine, yeah. I guess, in my case, obviously, I'm just thinking about people um, I know that do like you know uh, semi pro stuff or whatever. I was just curious how you would track the stats. Like, basically, you have to make sure Maybe. everyone is like truthful. You know, all of a sudden you got a guy who's got a hundred rebound game or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, leagues weren't responsible for uploading their own stats, so mm. they would have the ability to. There was some, some other tools like Sport Engine, and like uh, we enabled imports from those, and also manual inputting the stats. And we actually created a stats app. And so it's not a, like it didn't like live up to the hopes that we had, but it actually it's still in use today. So if you go to Wooter.co, you'll co you'll mm -hmm. see uh, the, the lead tracking software and it's still available and we always have signups and, and things like that, but it's not like a, you know, a fledging, you know, enterprise, you know, gotcha. really the things around it are, uh, but it, it is being used and it like does get our name out there. You know? No, I mean, it sounds awesome to me to be quite, you know, to be quite honest with you guys. I think that's a really cool concept, but maybe we'll pick Trump it up. Sports yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love sports. No, we're also so. all sports guys. We, we play in leagues, so, you know, this kind of came about just us living our daily lives, and we were like, yeah, why not? Your friends was like, man, remember when I scored six touchdowns, and you guys are like, no, I got no, the you stats didn't. right here. <laughs> exactly. 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 Yeah. Well, go so, back to um, the, the grading. Yeah. Uh, one thing I was very curious about, because since you're going you're gonna to be using uh, laser technology, right, to, to grade these cards, robotics, how fast can you grade a card? To really, really push the limits, um, the actual scan takes at max speed two, two and a half seconds. Wow. I was expecting like two minutes when, he, when you said two at first. I was like, okay, that's not too bad. So the if actual, I were if I were to send this card into you and you were going to do the whole process of grading it, how long would that take for one card? So right now the number is five minutes and that is wow. a really bad number uh, for us internally, but it's like, it's an okay. I would take that every, every day of the week. Yeah. And that includes slabbing, right, Mike? That includes slabbing, unboxing, oh, yeah. re like not reboxing, but like, like I guess re no, maybe squeeze that in. But I I'm, I'm trying to kind of wrap my head around the, uh, unboxing and then to slap from unbox from box to slab five minutes. That, that's, that's pretty insane. That's yeah. really not bad at all. So, yeah. so what do you guys predict? Um, since you do have those much faster times for grading, what do you predict is going to be your turnaround time uh, for like basic uh, your basic turnaround time? Right. What yes, would normally be like a thirty day right for uh, PSA if they weren't backed up for a whole six year. Years. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, right now we're looking like we, we want to provide a service that's like one day or like same day turnaround. Uh, but generally, it would be one to two weeks. Uh, we may stretch it in the big, very beginning before October 9th, I would say. Like we might, you know, we, we're going to do some research and development in, in this realm because we just set up all, the whole system. And we have a lot of cards to grade uh, to kind of stress test ourselves and, um, you know, uh, what, what I'm thinking is we're going to like generally for less than what PSA charges significantly less, like maybe an order of magnitude less than what they charge now, you'd be able to get your cards in like one to two weeks. Uh, we're going to keep improving this number. And, you know, right now we don't have like a hundred machines, 
to support a million cards a week. But right. we're we're gonna be like we're we're sprinting to that. Um, so like in my ideal world, we'd be able to grade, you know, return your card within, uh, you know, like say three days. That would be. In How my, many my machines idea. do you guys have right now? So right now we have a single machine and like multiple parts for that machine. So, you know, just in case anything breaks and we're running all, like we're just optimizing a single machine. We have the ability to generate new machines every kind of like five to six weeks. We can just pump out a new machine and, um, sorry. Oh yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I figured I'd bring up the page just so the yeah. people yeah, uh, sure. watching can see yeah. that. Um, we actually have some photos as well, like, um, uh, Jeremy, see if I can know. find one. Yeah. yeah um, photos and sun, it's, it's the same machine that you guys had at Collecticon? No. no so it's well, like, yes, but no. So okay. we, we, we made significant improvements to it. So now it, it's much more aesthetically appealing and it has a lot more capability. It's faster. Um, uh, it's a little smarter as well. Um, and yeah, so in general, one to two weeks is going to be the, general turnaround time that we're going to try to hit. We may advertise in the beginning for like the lowest tier 30 days. Uh, but that's going to be, uh, yeah, that, that's just for us to optimize things. Um, but we can like, you know, within five minutes, grade a card. Uh, already we're mainly working. The, the biggest thing is the software. So once yeah. we have the mm -hmm. software in place, the machine is just hardware. We can just, you know, yeah. Pump out, pump out is, machines like Mike said every five to seven internally? weeks. Sorry, is is the writing of the code and all that? Is that all done internally by you guys, or do you yeah. guys have yeah. somebody else? So we we uh, you know part of Wooter.co was building out a tech team. So we have uh, right now I think around twenty engineers that are working uh, for us, software developers, uh, senior software oh, wow. engineers, okay. and things like that. So um, and. Uh, we've now built out an artificial intelligence team and a computer vision team. So, you know, and we've got some really, really good people on our team uh, that have actually like created their own projects on GitHub with lots and lots of like activity um, and, you know, have, have master's degrees um, and, uh, you know, nice. we've been working hand in hand with them. Uh, you know, I come from an engineering background myself and, you know, it's just like a pleasure to come to work every day. And uh, what we're really working on is, uh, like, right now, inter like I can tell you that we have all of the selection, dot, like, like we select defects pretty pretty well. The challenge now is just to like fine tune what the actual grades, the final grades are going to be, and that is a uh, subjective thing uh, to an extent uh, because we have our human input into that. And we have to like kind of be careful how we do that. So we're just hoarding as much data as we can and making that distribution of, you know, of defect selection as, you know, as broad as possible. And uh, we're doing some experimentation, splitting things up by different sets because we're tracking all the cards that we're putting in and uh, doing like relative comparisons, you know, just doing a lot of data science right now and figuring that stuff out. So, uh, but in terms of like, you know, selecting, you know, whitening or dirty scratches, hollow print lines, all this thing, all, the, all these things, like we're, we're pretty good at that now. Uh, so now we're like, we have a, 
I would say like a few weeks uh, to do it, like, you know, to, to get to get to like a, a V1 with that and then a, a few months to really perfect it. And that's, uh, you know, that's what we're going to, that's what we're working on. Not bad. So on the machine learning and the perfecting and everything like that, um, I'm very curious about, um, for example, let's say I'm the first person to send in a shiny Charizard VMAX, whatever the case is. And I'm sure that you guys already did put some of them through the system because you had to have it already in order for it to be graded, right? But as you guys have machine learning and time goes on, uh, you guys slapped my first card. It came back as a PSA 10 or not a PSA 10, an AGS 10. And you guys, uh, you know, then grade a hundred more of them and your machines kind of learn, right? I mean, you're, you're, everything gets better. You more accurate. Learning you, you've got a bigger, uh, a base of cards to, you know, in the system when card number 100 or 1000 gets graded, how does that affect that first card that got that 10 as far as value or even the, 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 you know, is it no longer valid, a valid 10 because your machine learning kind of shifted a little bit maybe. And now a 10 is harder to get than it was back when I got it. Does that make sense? I'm not sure if I asked that. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That, that, and it, that, you took like a mile long to get to that. I, I did. I, I'm sorry. I tried to. I tried to explain it in a way that like it was easier to understand because my brain works weird. Yeah, that, that, that's a very very good question. Um, so I, I could kind of lay out a few things and uh, try to try to best answer your question. So as more and more cards enter into the system, um, every time a new card is submitted, uh, it will get you know, it will, uh, you know, things will have been selected and it goes into what's called an annotation process. So we take that card, we, we get the AI output and we give it to human being to review. And um, one of the things we're actually like implementing within our app also is like a kind of a gamified version of this. And uh, actually, no, let me, let me reconsider the, how I answer this question. So the way the different grades are addressed are at a granular level. So for example, if you send in your Shining Charizard, the only reason a Shining Charizard should be different right now with like the way we're grading them is with the hollow holographic surface. So right now, like I can tell you that we have over 10,000 cards in our system, but I can't tell you that we have 10,000 hollow, uh, you know, Shining Charizards and that those images. Now we we have done some like we have what an ideal hollow uh, Charizard should look like, and maybe yeah you're right. Over time, the different components would get a little bit more fine tuned. Um, and in a sense, like what what we're thinking of doing is um, you know giving the ability to. Uh, you know, perhaps it may be like harder to grade in the future, actually, but not very nominally. I think by like uh, like one or two percent. Uh, so um, you know, it won't be so significant in our app right now. I, we, we've started to um, upgrade the AI, and by default, you know, we, we we track the different grades of the different versions of our of our AI. So maybe when you scan your QR code, you can see that, you know, this card was graded at 10 on version one. 
and then you know for centering but for version you know whatever you know 1000 it was graded a 9.9 but it won't be graded a 9.5 i can pretty much assure you of that right now because for the subcomponents for like whitening like scratches things like that we're really really good because we're looking at a huge sector of cards so any any like deviation will be like like oh sir so like say for example there's like a big spot of whitening and a little bit of like whitening that uh you know that's fading out how we select that fade how well we select that fade how well we extract that whitening and give it some sort of value relative to the rest of the car that's the only thing that might like change by a few percentage points it's not going to be like you know our ai is not going to magically just learn a new um you know it's not it's not going to miss like big white spots we're going to get all the big white spots all the little white spots but those little things and it may not select perfectly um you know there might be like one or two pixels off but as time goes on it'll, it'll get perfect so there might be a one or two percent change in the actual stuff like the grades on a not on an integer level or an actual like gem mint or mint but actually in the nerd stats like it'll be like 9.96 to 9.955 something like that right so What's the camera that you're using in the machine? Is it is it a, a new camera that's being built with the machines, or do you have like a, a specific camera they just install in the machines? I noticed on the Collecticon when I said I know that's not the same machine, but basically you're using a, sh a, a camera that shoots down. Is that yeah one that's made up, or did you just in, in you know get a camera and, and put it in there? Yeah, really so quickly. I actually just sent over the new machine onto the Instagram onto the Cardboard Addicts Instagram. If you guys want to check I'm it out. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, I'm trying to get it uh, on the screen mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the things I did notice is uh, I've been beta testing the app as well with Zen. And um, I was scanning the sh the the newer, um, these newer shiny cards, like the golds, the the shiny Charizard from, sh from Shiny Fates. You know, it has that new glittery silver effect on it. Yeah. And the one thing I've noticed when I was scanning them, and I would, I, I did them in different ways. I did it handheld. Then I set up a tripod and I did it so that it wouldn't shake. And every single time, it it seems like it's having a hard time as of right now reading the surface of the card because the surface was getting like a one and a two score yeah. um, for the most part. I feel like it was just because of those particular type of cards, you know, because they're again, it's a new, it's relatively new from Pokemon to uh, have that type of um, texture and stuff mm -hmm. on the cards. Um, that was one thing I noticed when when I started scanning some of my cards into there. Uh, was and I was just curious if if the camera um, was just having a hard time picking it up. But I did it yeah. a couple different ways. I did it handheld. You know, there's a little camera shake there with the hand, and then of course I did it with a tripod. And I had the lights, different angles from the lights. I was trying out to see if that would make a difference and stuff. But um, that that was one of my questions about the uh, the cameras. I was curious to know about. Yeah, yeah. So for the camera that we're using, it's a very high de it's a you know, high definition 4K camera and it's under perfect lighting conditions. So we have a, you know, uh, basically, you know, effectively like a ring light, just even lighting all around. And uh, one, like one thing we're actually, we've added as well is like multiple lighting configurations. So, you know, for example, for a holographic card, uh, you know, if you take a photo of it, you can't see the print lines so easily, but if you change the lighting condition, you can start to see those. And we, you know, we have basically the ability within the machine to get like, you know, to basically replicate uh, how a human being would kind of move the card around to get all angles of it. 
And for that, you know, we have like an AI right now that just selects the hollow uh, area for like traditional cards, which is what we're initially like going to be you know, providing on a robo grading service. And uh, you know, we might like that. that that's the conservative uh, estimate. But I'm sure, like as you can see, you probably got like an okay centering grade or like an okay centering selection for that card. Now that's because we recently updated the centering on the app. Uh, but the surface edges and corners, which we've updated in robo grading, have yet to be updated in the app, and they're going to be updated, I think, in like like by two by this Tuesday. So well, I got good I got good scores on the on that on the corners and the edges. I got really good scores. So I was like, like, okay, that was nice. So your your scores actually might get modified a little bit, uh, but you know, hopefully not. You know, if your card's in good shape, you'll you'll be okay. But we're you know, uh, any new cards on like around Tuesday um, that you take photos of, they will uh, have a more kind of a significantly more updated AI. Uh, we're kind of been using the app as a, like in a ways like a as a testing ground and all the cards that have been being put into the app, we have been communicating and feeding back into the AI. So, um, you know, we took a batch of cards from the first few weeks of running the app and we just updated the centering. We updated the edges, corners for all of them. And actually, another thing that you may notice is like for the grade, sometimes it's like the selection is okay, but the grade is off, or it's like opposite. A lot of this has been because of like resolution differences between the photo that you take with the camera and that we put the, the back of the card. Yeah, it got different exactly. scores. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, on a robo grading service, like we we make the grades relative to uh, like oh like this pixel difference. The resolution matters, so um, you know we we've adjusted that, and like a lot of these updates are coming out next week. So no, we're also, we want I just want to say it's important to note that the 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 app is not the most accurate grade that you will get. Obviously, our right. robo grading service is much more accurate. This is more of a like, do you even want to send your card in or not? Kind of grade. It's like when yeah, people I, I, pre grade them. Like if you yeah. go through a middleman service, it's essentially what it is. It's a pre grade. It's pre -grade yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think I've been using, like I said, I've been using it for a couple of weeks now. I, I think it's pretty, uh, pretty good. Um, even like before, I mean, I know you guys had some issues with the centering, like all the centering would come out as a one or something like that. <clears throat> Excuse me on the front. Um, I know you guys updated it and fixed that because now my centering is coming out a little bit different. Um, I am curious about, so the cards that I've already put into the system, are the grades going to change when you guys make those updates or do I have to basically re put them in? Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, right now, yeah you, you, so right now you'll have to rescan them. Uh, however, we're like, we're, we're thinking about, you know, providing like a pop-up that says like we've updated our AI. You want to rescan all your cards. Uh, adding in that little, that, that little feature, that sounds like really simple. It's just going to take like a few more days extra uh, for us, and uh, that's like that's what we have right next on the plate. Uh, and, but, and, yeah, sorry, I was going to say just to clarify this: the app is a beta app right now, right? It's beta testing still. Yeah, so we're, we're yeah okay. it's still in beta testing. Yeah, yeah, I think it's important, yeah, so that people understand that you're it's not a finished app by any means. We're we're just we're beta testing it. We got in the door to do that, and that's how we're doing this. So obviously, you guys keep improving it it's going to be even better than what we're currently already experiencing so yeah and that beta testing is uh, only on the uh, on the iPhones right now right yeah that's right yeah we're going to do android soon but now it's on the iphone 
yeah, that's all right. that matters that's those iPhones. Nobody gives a care about. Yeah, listen, listen about we've been Android. wanting to do this and grade my cards, but I all I have is an Android. I don't have an iPod or an i. Well, Too I have bad, an, so sad. I have like a really, really old iPod that it was. Does it have a camera? It does, but it's so far out of date with iOS because they stopped sending updates to it that I can't download the app. <clears throat> we'll stop being a pilgrim and yeah, we've been trying to get you to switch teams, bro. bro you, I mean, you want to send me one over this way? I'll be happy to to uh, borrow one for a little while. <laughs> negative. Yeah, um, negative. Yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> um, but uh, so I actually have the video here. I'm going to show it um, in a second here, but. Uh, as far as the the phone is concerned, um, I, I like the idea that you guys could implement something where it rescans everything. I mean, you've you guys already have the pictures in your database, so like if if you know, it would it would really suck if like you know moving forward, obviously, if you had to re-input all of your cards, your entire collection. I mean, like imagine that, right? But if you guys were able to do something like that, I think that would be really awesome, and it would save everybody a lot of time. Yeah. Um, that would be cool. We'd definitely love that. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, if you can uh, make them all tens, that would help too. Yeah, and just make them all. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, the thing is, we don't we don't really want them to be tens, right? We want it to be yeah. as realistic as possible, so that when you go, okay, you know, I mean, there's always going to be that margin of error, obviously, because like you said, the phone is not uh, as accurate, but you want it to be as accurate as possible, so that you could then say, oh, this got a, you know. 9.5 on the app or whatever i'm gonna send it in because it might get a 10 you know over there you know what i'm saying so the, um, the issue with the phone is is it's mainly lighting conditions um quality of the camera uh that's the biggest issue it's not the app itself it's just the conditions that the photos are taken in so uh, out of curiosity what what are the optimal conditions for the phone app for the the viewers who want to download the app and play with it um what would you guys recommend for kind of an optimal and, lighting and our listeners on spotify apple podcast and anchor.fm don't forget them oh yeah those guys too <laughs> yeah so um on for centering it doesn't matter now like you can hold it in your hand doesn't matter for corners edges and surface right now until like tuesday um it's basically even lighting around the, the physical camera or like the, the hole is and then um a on a black that background so like a black piece of construction paper, not shiny, just matte. Uh, that's those are the ideal conditions, and around like a hundred to two hundred millimeters above the card. Oh wow! So not, not white, no, no, but no, and actually, no, no, no. That that's well, that that's kind of what we found with the light. So if we put a hundred to hundred millimeters, like you'll you'll you you don't want to put the back of the card down, and then you know like one corner is just like full of light. And then the other one is not. So you want to have as even lighting as possible. So that that's kind of why we estimate. It's like around like this this high, right? But the background, you said you you would it would prefer it be a black background rather than a white background yes. because of the contrast. Ah, okay, yeah, because I'm I have a white desk, so I had I was shooting mine basically. Yeah, all this light. Way to go, Harley. Way to go. I, I actually took. Um, I, it's interesting because I was I was working on a gray desk, and uh, but I tried some on the gray desk. I also tried some on a black uh play mat that i've got and um so i do have like both of those now i am interested to, in the v cards which have a black border what is 
the best way to grade those? Is it still that black background? Because that's going to just kind of fade in, wouldn't it? Um, no, it, it, it should be okay. Like we, we, we've, well, well, V cards are probably, I mean, we started training them, uh, for, for this new AI, um, the computer vision models, I think like typically like when I found the V ones, like the, the centering was the one we had the biggest problems with, uh, the corners, edges and surface were kind of okay. Um, but I don't know, like right now I wouldn't grade V's, uh, and like be so confident in the grade. Uh, I would kind of wait until Tuesday probably. Uh, but like, our main focus was on the base set for now, but, um, yeah, well, that, that's what it was initially. And now we kind of expanded it and we're, we're still keeping the promise of base set, but we want to like sprinkle in like a few surprises. Uh, so we're just like working as hard as we can to get there right now. So it was, it, your idea was really based off of really the Watsi era, then the Wizards of the Coast era is when you, when you kind of came up with the idea then. Yeah. Well, okay. we, we knew of, we knew of the other cards. Uh, like we, we knew very, we knew, we knew about all the other kind of models uh, and sets, uh, but we, we knew that it was like, we, we had to start with, start somewhere. We had to like kind of, you know, uh, narrow down our field of view and, you know, start with something simple and then just pursue that and then build from there. So that's why we started with the base set. Cause it was like, I mean, yeah, it's like the first. Totally, I mean, it totally makes yeah. sense because that's yeah. the majority of collectors these days. That's what you're grading. You're grading the really old stuff. Yeah. More so. I mean, of course, you got the people now grading new stuff like there's no tomorrow, but I think still all, you know, the, the bread and butter is still in that older Watsi area and older Pokemon. So I think, yeah, that's a definitely good choice for that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, just so that everybody knows, um, on the iPhones, they can download the Test Flight app, correct? And then from mm -hmm. there, they can download your app, the AGS uh, app itself. And, um, Though, I think it's really cool that you guys do the automatic updates on there on on the beta test because um, I've noticed a couple of upgrade updates already on there and it kind of just pops up and tells you, hey, we updated the app, which is nice. So that's really cool. I'm actually going to bring up uh, the mm -hmm. video here. Uh, this is the, uh, the machine you guys have, right? This is the... <sighs> you can see the apparel in the background. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is our office. Yeah. This is our office. Okay, so this is before the, the the panels were put on, but you can see that this is where the machine is. That's where the camera would be. Uh, it's not connected in this video. This is where right. we just got the new machine, um, and uh, after the paint job, and it will it look it look beautiful. And yeah, that's the our little mascot, the Robo Robo nice. dude. I don't know what we we're calling him, but great color <laughs> choice too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that that's yeah the color kind of matches our logo on our site if you check it out and yeah it looks pretty beautiful, pretty solid, pretty professional. Like this is kind of what we wanted to show at Collecticon. Um, right. At our next event, we'll we'll 100% show this off. Um, what's uh what's your next event? That's a good question, Jeremy. <laughs> um, so we're thinking about there's one in Fort Lauderdale. Um, I'm not sure if we're gonna make it to that one, Stewart, but. Yeah, and the, uh, yeah, I'm 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 actually going to that one. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, we're, the, we're not sure if it's <laughs> if it's happening yet, but um, as soon as we get something ready, 
Nice. I don't want to. I don't want to say that we're going somewhere without actually, you know, following. Yeah, no, that's no worries about that. I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, no, that's that. cool. I just, but, uh, um, I just, thought, I didn't know if you guys had anything lined up already for sure. We're but, thinking uh, about it. We're thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, this if you guys Stuart one is coming up very soon, isn't it? The Stuart one is this month. Uh, this next month coming up on the twentieth, mm -hmm. I believe. 12th? Yeah, twentieth. Okay. Yeah, yeah. maybe. The, maybe. I believe it's the Florida TCG convention. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I think it used to be the the Florida Pokemon convention and they changed the name. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I'll be going to that one uh, hopefully. And uh, if you guys are there, I'll, uh, I'll hook up with you guys and check For out sure. your, your yeah, stuff. Sure. That'd be cool. Which kind yeah, of leads into to another question too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That was the one right there. Mm -hmm. um, so it, what we noticed at the Collecticon one um, and that, you know, and I'm, I'm, I talked to uh, Gary King Pokemon Haas, and I noticed that he was on your your billboard. And I think he's he's also listed as I think VP of something VP. Well, uh, I think. Listed. Yeah. Is now is he part part? of your team as well, or is he just a supporter on the side who's helping to support with his knowledge and expertise? Or, I mean, he's a he's a he's a small partner in the company. Um, oh, okay. You know, mainly for the expertise, like we didn't. He definitely, you know, has a has a big understanding of the Pokemon world. He's, you know, he's very well respected. Um, so we take a lot of feedback from him uh, when it comes to, you know, what direction we're moving into. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So actually watching that video, I was thinking about it too. He had made mentioned something about um, October 9th. And I know mm -hmm. that's also the day you guys are like, you know, releasing it to the world. Um is that an event? Yeah. yeah. So what we're trying to do is there's going to be a box break with Dumb Money TV. Uh, I believe it's going to be a first edition base set. And what we're trying to do is get the machine ready by then so that we can break the box and then grade it live. Um, so that's kind of oh, why no. we're sprinting wow. to that. And that's, that's the box that they bought. They bought uh, earlier, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. they, bought a, they bought a box after the whole first... Yep. Snafu yep. happened. Okay. So it's a shadowless base set and uh first edition. First edition. Nice. And you're gonna be on set to actually grade it right there. We're gonna be on site with the machine. With the machine full of Charizard. That's gonna be awesome. Going through the machine. Yeah, that's gonna be pretty that's gonna be pretty epic. I don't know if you've ever seen a slabbing machine, but it's insane. Yeah. Do do you know who's gonna be streaming it or where you know Dumb Money TV go? Dumb Money TV, Dumb Money so TV everybody can it. can tune in there. I know I'm gonna be tuning in. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm seriously like really into seeing how your grading works. So that's uh, not even trying to you know like kiss butt or anything, but that's <laughs> what I'm most excited about for yeah. that that event too. When I was watching that video and um, Gary was talking about it, I was like live on the spot grading like. Dude, I gotta watch this. <laughs> like, I can't. Miss I mean, this it. has been on our docket since we basically started the podcast. This has been on the docket to talk about grading companies and mm -hmm. and the issues that we see as well with the grading companies and you know how we feel things are going. And uh, it was actually Zen who came across you guys and got really interested in it and turned me to it. And that's how we basically found you guys. And it, it's a very interesting thing. It, is it? A patent thing already? Do you guys have this patent, this technology, or can PSA or Beckett or CG and these other people can they step in and do the same technology? Yeah, so we we actually have some pending IP right now that we're uh, you know, we, we've got that, and uh, there's a lot more than what you see. 
uh, in that because we have, um, you know, again, five minutes is like from an engineering standpoint, like I'm not even putting in my collector hat or like grading, like I'm <laughs> grading. Like from an engineering standpoint, I think like we need to go faster than five minutes. And that's, uh, you know, that, that that's, that's where we can actually make some crazy innovations. Not only that, but um, in the way of risk uh, minimization. So, you know, insurance is a huge cost with cards, uh, not only for the shipping, but for the handling of the cards. Um, handling of cards from grade to slab, to unbox, to rebox, to, you know, putting the sticker in the slab and then putting this, like doing the actual slab and making sure that the person doesn't, you know, accidentally put the card on uh, one of the support lines and slab through the edge of the card. Uh, a lot of these things have a lot of risks. So we need, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of things that robotics can do uh, in a simple way because you always have to think about cost and, in, you know, and, and manufacturability because uh, this thing needs to scale. So th there are a lot of components technically that I feel like we have a very good, um, you know, I, kind of in on uh, as like kind of an early, you know, like just coming into this early, like being the first ones to to try to pursue a fully automated uh, grading solution. Uh, so yeah, like I, I feel like we, you know, we're, we're kind of at, at a point now where we we have some you know, some juice. Yeah. I think Zen's Zen's biggest fear has been that you're going to create Terminator Five. And, <laughs> and Mike is working on that. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to be concerned when that robot grows legs and arms and then comes after all of us. But that's, uh, that's a different company. We're not going to yeah, discuss it yeah. on this podcast. But yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, Zen, I'll, I'll send you the website. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Michael, Michael is fairly, he, he's kind of a modest guy, but he has a PhD in mechanical engineering from Georgia Tech. So he's he's been doing engineering ah, pretty much Georgia for Tech. a very long that's time. That's very where nice. I'm. I, this is where I'm at. I'm in Atlanta. He's a very oh, big robotics guy. But unfortunately, I'm oh, I'm a Michigan guy. Well, well that's not unfortunate. <laughs> very true, Ren. Thank <laughs> you. I mean, <laughs> got my back. Yeah, yeah Har Harley and I we're both uh, we're both Michigan men here. So machine. What'd you say? Georgia Tech's okay. Michigan, Michigan. Oh, Michigan, Michigan guys. Michigan yeah. guys. Michigan guys. <laughs> yeah, we're Michigan guys. But so, so you so you went to Georgia Tech, and that's where you and, and, and I know I've gotten to learn Georgia Tech now. We've been here for I think 15 years. And um my son, well, I have three I have three children, younger children, and uh one of my sons is like gifted and all that fun stuff and yeah I, they've done they've done some stuff i think with georgia tech i know it's very very big on the robotics end so yeah. you, i'm i'm sure yeah i mean with all that information you've gotten from that school it's probably pretty good i, I take it yeah uh, i mean it's a you know it's like basically you know it's not only that it's just a lot of uh things outside of school as well you just you have to continue it because there's things you can learn in school and maybe you know a lot of engineers they go into other fields uh, but for me, you know, I was very kind of stubborn and passionate about just robotics. So, uh, you know, that's kind of where I, I kept putting my head in. And um, you know, that's what I kind of plan to do for pretty much as far as I can see into the future. It's like, you know, well, we're going to be the uh, benefactors to your stubbornness. So thank you. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So, so, so when it comes to um, your guys' company, are you seeing this in like 
the long game? Like, do you think you're going to be around in 10, 15, 20 years, like with PSA and all these other guys? Um, well, just by sheer, like, you know, just if you look at from a number standpoint, you just run them, like, just run the math in terms of the volume we'll be able to provide. You know, maybe initially, like, we won't be, we'll be taken ser like, really seriously by, like, a, you know, a subset of the market uh, of, of, of collectors. But as, as the volume and the months go on and, like, word gets around that, you know, for, just just in terms of like the integrity of our data and the integrity of like kind of our, our reports um and, and as word gets gets around on this i think that we'll, we'll gain more and more credibility uh and you know within 10 years uh i believe like all grading will be automated uh there will be clear guidelines for grading not just you know you know a 10 point bullet you know bullet list with like you know kind of uh, kind of a, a a sketch, a basic sketch, it'll be like super fine tuned and super transparent in terms of, you know, here's the distribution of every single card ever graded. And this is where your card falls into place. That's all like that, that that's all you need to know. Like and for every single subcategory, you know, you need a front grade, a back grade, you need like maybe even additional hollow grade, eye appeal grade, uh, looking at color saturation and things like that. So, you know, I think that's where in 10 years things will be. And we're starting there now, like today. And I think we'll be in pretty much the best position in 10 years. Like, you know, there's a bunch of like, you can like look at us in Tesla, for example. Like, it's like we're trying to make an electric car, a car like an electric grader. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, we played the long game in, pretty, in all of our companies. We're always playing the long game. Uh, we have a collector, our collector coin, which is our crypto that we launched. Uh, you know, we have Wooter, which we've been around for seven years. Um, we know that it's going to take a while, especially to stand up to BGS, PSA. You know, these are pretty much household names in the collector community. So that only comes with time. Um, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. pretty interesting you say that. And if you look at it, like, you know, a lot of people were very skeptical about CGC coming into the market and, you know, whether they were going to be able to grab a market share quick enough. I think they're doing a pretty decent job uh, as far as, I mean, there are, they've already, you know, exceeded that 30 day uh, grading period that they started off with. And they were there, I think they're at a hundred and something uh, days now um, to get your cards back. Um, so, I mean, I think if, if, and they're, they're doing some sort of robotics or, or AI as well. Right. Because I think they're using something for centering. I think that's as far as it goes though. Like the rest of the grading they do manually or with, with a person. But I think it's pretty interesting. Like they they came in and they were able to grab a piece of the market share, and people are taking them more seriously than a lot of people thought they would. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you never know. And a lot of it is just time. Like when when you when you first go out, when you first get on market, get on to the market, um, people don't know who you are. People don't really know what you're about. Uh, if you've been around for a while, you know they you have to have some sort of substance in order to survive in the market. So. People get a little bit more acclimated to what your company is, and then you know your your name holds weight the longer you are you're out. So, well, and you guys even made mention that like you're the future. What you guys are doing is the future of card grading, and with pretty much anything else, you have to bring something different, something a little more unique to the table in order to make it and kind of like get your your corner in the market. Um, CGC. 
while they're they're being successful uh, to an extent, they didn't really bring anything new to the market. So I, to me, they're just going to be another PSA, another Beckett, another GMA, you know, whoever there. But you guys are bringing actually something really cool and different to the table. And I think we all agree is the future of card grading. So, I mean, I think you guys are going to be, you know, five steps ahead of everybody else there, too. I actually was thinking this. I don't mean to interrupt. Every, I'm always interrupting everybody. I'm sorry. You know, typical New Yorker, <laughs> always talking. So, in, in my eyes, I'm, I I kind of wasn't really understanding at first what your guys' ultimate goal was. So, I do understand you're doing slabs and all that. But I almost feel like you've got something that's better than anything else. Like you said, it's, it's that being able to pre-grade. To me, that seems like that could be where it's really at for you for you guys. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm the furthest away from any type of money situation, so I I don't really know what I'm talking about. But I mean, what it does it to me, it seems like the app would be the way to go. Like, no, I mean, what you're what you have is such a huge thing. I think for any collector who could set their card down, scan it, and go, oh, this has got a this has got a chance at a ten, man. It's got a really good chance. I'll go ahead and send it in. To me, that seems like that's where really it would be at. But I think the you know the the topping on the cake is the fact that you could also send it into you and get it graded, which is where I think that could actually put you over the bar because mm -hmm. you know everybody's got a foot. And like I said, C I knew you guys couldn't hear me, but I was saying with CGC, they were a comic book company, the number one in the world, so they kind of had a big foot in the door, and a lot of trust was already there because they already they've been doing grading for comic books, you know. So that's kind of their thing. But with you guys with this particular app. It definitely seems like that could be the door, the big door, really for you guys. I mean, I don't know. I'm said I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm friends with these guys, so <laughs> you guys are friends with people making millions, and I'm friends with guys who are trying to get Digimon from Target. So, <laughs> we're trying they to get Digimon from Target too. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, and and talking about um, the. Well, I was I had I had some on my brain. Now it's now it's gone. Sorry, <laughs> Harley killed it. All right. Harley, well, in the meantime, it. I have a question. Oh no, yeah. Do you guys? I actually, plan I actually on... just got really me. quickly want to touch on this app really quickly. Okay. Um, one of our biggest thoughts is that let's say you go to a trade show and you're about to purchase a card from somebody. They're telling you it's a ten. They're telling you it's a nine. Um, you give it a little quick pre grade yourself, but you never really know. So you whip out the phone app and you kind of have an understanding of what this card could potentially grade. And exactly. then you know how to negotiate, you, you know yeah. where to go from there. Yeah. So that's, exactly. that's one of our big ideas. Nice. And that's, been one like of my, that. that's one of our biggest complaints all the time with like when you go to eBay and everybody has in the title, uh, you know, PSA 10, 10, PSA 10 and it hasn't been graded. It's like, well, who says it's a PSA 10? I, you zoom in and go, well, there's a whole bunch of crap on the edges and this and that. So. Yeah. I just see that I see the app as being so big for you guys to in person. I think it could be because it's just, yeah, a lot of potential there. Do you, are you guys going to um, have something where you can maybe scan the card into the app? And if you want to send it in for grading, like put it on your grading list or something like that. Cause one of the big pains right now for me usually is having to go down and list every card that I've got the title what what it is, what set it's in, what blah blah. I mean, that takes a lot of time, especially if you're doing fifty card submission, a hundred card submission. I know some people doing a lot more than that, and that just takes so much time from from like you know us. 
if if we were just able to scan each card, boom, put it in the system and maybe like hit a button to say, I'm going to send that in for grading, have a list and then send it to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so um, these are these are definitely things we're thinking about. We're we're also like um, we're building a complimentary uh, website called uh, it's going to be called robograding.com where um yeah and also through agscar.com you'll be able to go through the pipeline uh but it's going to be uh very similar to our app we're making some improvements to make it just easier to add a lot of cards and uh the app is also going to be you know a centerpiece uh as, as harley mentioned as well like it's we want it to be part of the commerce ecosystem and also part of the like grading ecosystem like of actual like slabbing um you know uh so yeah that that's kind of what we're looking for like like we're, we're thinking about these things nice <laughs> nice yeah and yeah i know and i'm throwing stuff out there like just like hey this is a cool idea but <laughs> I, i'm sure you guys have already thought about it you know? yeah 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 and yeah. do you guys plan to ever venture out to like doing uh video game grading or you know anything like that yes yes so uh apps like yes we're thinking about that <laughs> Um, I already have an idea of like how we might do it. It might be an expensive idea, but it's an idea uh, that will pretty much work. But yes, we were thinking about that, not for like the next year, mm. but probably like two to three years down the road, that will be something that we target. It's going to be again, using some like, you know, you know there, there's the camera that everyone can use um which does like a good job but you know there are other more advanced uh systems that you know may some may involve lasers some may not but you know like kind of different types of scanning tools that can really just give an agnostic uh like you can we can write code that's agnostic to the card so mm. you know technically in our system on our machine right now the way we're engineering it it can scan a credit card and tell you the edge defects of a credit card <laughs> the surface grade of a credit card because it's it doesn't care what the card is except for specific you know um you know art pieces where there's some sort of customization that you know it might it might confuse it with like a piece of dirt like if you look at a poly world um the base set pilot poly world it has like you know little dots on its on its face but those are actually like you know from afar that those can appear like that but they're actually part of the art mm -hmm. so for that we have to do a little bit more of the camera work uh so you know for game consoles for, for just not a game console for like actual video games uh for like for example like funko pops um and you know the list goes on if anything large oh no uh we we can put it into a system where uh, like we can build a system for that but yeah like we, we we're, we're a little away from that right now because we got our hands full of cards yeah for sure i'm just like gotta perfect one craft before you we're thinking about it we're you peaked grumpy's you peaked see, grumpy's mind when you said punko punko yeah. <laughs> see see my thing is with um with the video game grading i can kind of understand it more with the old ones you know the how they're cardboard boxes and you know you can see how sharp the corners are and all that kind of stuff but a lot of people want to grade their Nintendo Switch games and stuff like that. And that's where I'm kind of confused on is because they, in theory, are so mass produced to be kind of like perfect. So what exactly, I don't know if you've thought about that, like doing more new age grading with games, but I guess like what kind of scales would you be looking that for? Too. 
Yeah, like if it's Order. ripped corners of the plastic or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, are you looking <laughs> for just the seal and stuff? Like, how good that is? Like, did Best Buy put the sticker on it right in the right spot? You know what I mean? Like, what exactly are you looking for? Yeah. Um. So, what is it? Uh. Like, let, let me let me just get a reference point right here. Okay. Um, okay. So, human hair is typically seventy microns. So, imagine your human hair divided into like divided by three. Uh, like. That that small is what we can pick up with our system, and with similar systems, we can go a little bit more advanced if we really want to. But I, I think that's fine. Uh, but like for something like say, say like all video game, you know, uh, you know, video games, just raw video games, we we find out like there's no sticker damages or just like all perfectly engineered. Uh, if we get a case like that, we can you know give you a super fine detailed uh, kind of analysis that. Is not visible by the human eye, mm. but we, we eliminate variance. So any any variance between like like we're just picking up things that you can't see, right? And we'll show them to you and like zoom them out for 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 you to see in the reports. Uh, so that's kind of how I would address a situation like that, or you know like consult with someone like yourself who's an expert in, in that, <laughs> and then like basically just you tell us like what is the best like should this thing be graded or should it not. Because right now we're not experts in the field of like video games and grading them, right? Right. Uh, like, but you know, we need to talk to the experts. So, so I like, like we 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 you know we ourselves like we've been involved in Pokemon since we were on the playground, right? And we got in touch with Gary immediately, like to just like you know, pick his brain and, and and speak to him. And you know, if we go into a new a new venture, we're like we're we're always like we're always talking to the experts, like with the AI to you know cryptocurrency setting up a new cryptocurrency hmm. so, look my dms yeah, are just, always open if you ever need to reach out uh you know i got my expertise on, on hold for that, you guys. and then actually slightly off topic slightly off topic i just want to ask zen what is that blue eyes behind you oh uh, this right here yeah this what is, is actually it's a cereal box that uh wow another content creator dark rocket dad sent over uh hold on yeah, it's one just, second i'm sorry i need to take a screenshot of this this yeah, is beautiful. Because we're all we're we're big into Yu-Gi-Oh as well. Yeah, Jeremy is the biggest Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm, I'm, Yu -Oh I'm like really big into. So this is actually oh, from. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I actually had actually... Yu-Gi-Oh. I was going to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh at some point, actually, but. So it's a Fye exclusive. It's not. It's not really an old box. I mean, they were selling them probably about a year and a half ago, maybe two years. Harley, is that is that correct? It was about a, about a year ago, year and, and a half year ago. Oh yeah, yeah. It was one of our one of our friends from Chicago uh, sent him to me and him because he knows we were when I when I started doing the channel I started doing both Yu-Gi-Oh and uh, Pokemon and uh, yeah he's he's like hey I can get you these boxes and we didn't know what he was talking about never heard of them so he sent them to us That's yeah awesome. at first I was like is this like a vintage box or something like that and he's like no you can just buy them on a website I'm like oh okay cool <laughs> yeah. but it still it looks so good you know it's unavailable. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, you found yeah. it. Yeah. So this kind of leads me to the one question that was just mentioned before. This is probably more so for um, uh, for Jeremy, and that is um, with you guys. I saw you guys are doing your own crypto uh, cryptocurrency, right? Are you going to be accepting cryptocurrency then for grading? Do you think that it's going to be something you're going to be doing, or so we we actually have our own cryptocurrency. It's called Collector Coin. Um, so right now, what we're doing is we have annotators to help train our AI, and we're rewarding them with Collector Coin. 
Um, and so we're trying to make collector coin kind of the standard currency within our grading environment. So you'll get rewarded in collector coin if you help us annotate. Uh, you can purchase with collector coin. Um, you can kind of trade cards. So let's say Harley, you have a card. Grumpy, you have a card. You guys can swap using collector coin. You can purchase within our ecosystem. So to to expand on that, like in the mm -hmm. short term, uh, I just want to mention, like, uh, like I guess like for the next year, year or two, like we're going to be pumping in um, profits from uh, AGS into collector coin uh, to to give to provide it liquidity, uh, mm -hmm. and then um, you know o over time we'll we'll be taking those profits and distributing them amongst people who annotate and improve our AI, um, and then like from there. We want to just like create value within collector coin, so it's not just like a coin that just exists. There's like money being pumped into it, and then as we add more features, like as Jeremy said, within our app, within our like ecosystem of like applications on online, uh, we'll be able to then like leverage collector coin. Uh, so you'll have collector coin wallet when you sign up. It'll just be open for you. Uh, every card you you add into your collection on AGS app, you'll be rewarded with coin. And then you could use that coin for a lot of, uh, a lot of cool things like, um, you know, like a vault, for example, where we're talking to PWCC, like the, or, you know, uh, you know, trading, uh, purchasing marketplace, um, and, uh, yeah, a whole host of other features, which are like in the pipeline. And eventually it should be a representation of the entire collected collectibles market. That's, that's our goal. So is and there going to be a way for somebody just to buy it on like a trading platform yeah okay. that's what i was gonna ask yes collectorcoin.com we have an entire breakdown um there you go it might be a little okay. bit difficult if you're not really familiar with crypto but um we have a step-by-step -step process available and we have a video explanation as well so yeah. i was gonna say if, if somebody's listening or watching is not very familiar with uh cryptocurrencies I, I mean you can youtube it and there's thousands of people that talk about it and kind of break it down into a very simplified manner so if you just go to collectorcoin.com, uh, we have an entire step-by-step -step breakdown as well as a video explanation of how to actually purchase the coin. Um, so it's fairly self-explanatory. Um, we're always available. If anybody has any questions, please DM Wooter Boys on Instagram and we'll walk you through everything. But you know, if you go to collectorcoin.com, it's pretty self-explanatory. But there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Now you can get your, uh, your cryptocurrency. Nice. I'm definitely interested in that. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna lie, I'm probably gonna get some. <laughs> <laughs> it Please sounds it sounds pretty interesting and in how it ties into the to the uh grading as well is is pretty cool. Um I have a question for you about about that. Um you guys have a QR code, I believe, on the back, correct, of your label. And that QR code is it gives you a lot of information from what uh I understand. Is uh, is all that information? Can if you guys can break down what we're going to be able to see, and also, is there going to be a uh, an extra cost for that information? No. Um, okay. So we'll never <laughs> we will never be like charging you more for subgrades or like it's all just going to be open. It's out in the open. Uh, like that. That's our motto. Uh, what you will see right now, um, like in two weeks, this may change with additions but right now you'll see the grade like the standard grade that we gave um the actual like 
um, kind of decimal grade that like, it's like, so you may have gotten a nine, but we'll, we'll let you know if you got a low nine or a high nine. So like you got a 9.11, for example. Um, we'll, we'll let you know that. Uh, we'll show you all of the photos with everything that our AI picked up. So if our AI missed anything, you can just complain it like to us or just like let us know and be like, like, you know, just bang your fist on the table and say like you messed up and then we'll literally take care of that. Um, so there's that. You, you will have also the grade for every single subgrade, centering, corners, edges, surface, and then the breakdown for, every, for the front and the back. So uh, you'll have all the subgrades for front and back. You'll have a total grade for the back, total grade for the front as well. Um, you'll know like you know everything about the series, the set, um, and yeah, that's pretty much it right now. That's what we have. So, right what, so what you're saying is you're actually doing the job that we're paying you for, and you're giving us the information that we're paying you to have. <laughs> yes, that exactly. has been one of my biggest, my biggest yeah. pet peeves with all the grading card companies. We're already paying you to get the service done, and then you're not telling us what's wrong with our card. And yes. they're like, well, Beckett, if you if you want to have the subgrades on there, it's it's going to cost you this much more. You mean to print those four extra little things? You're going to tell me I'm, I'm already paying you to do that. But they're like, no, it's it's a separate thing. So I, I really like that. That's actually one of my questions yeah. I actually had for you guys was was yeah. that. Sorry, I stole it from you, Harley. I know we talked about it earlier. I just <laughs> I know it popped into my it popped into my head and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say it because I wasn't sure if you were gonna ask I probably we're actually gonna at least have a million a, a lot of different data. I know we're gonna have so much data. We're gonna have a topographical map of the card as well available because Ooh. you can't really put that on the slab. Right. Um, we're gonna have a 3D printout of the card so you can see it in 360. You can see the exact where the where there's like a print line where there's a kind of a wow difference in the one thing I forgot to mention because I'm looking at yeah, our, our app dashboard right now and just like mm -hmm. telling you exactly what's there. Uh, but yeah, so like we have this laser scan that like literally we, we take the front, the back, stick it together, and like you can just like with your mouse or your finger just like rotate it. Well, so we're working how, on that rotating in, in the web browser, <laughs> but like now this is going to eat a lot of data, right? How, are you going to have to get like, are you going to have to get a, have a service arm or anything like that? Because it seems right. like that's a lot of data being held up. That's well, on know. the back end. That's literally that be on the. Literally I'm, I'm sorry, it just for these things just pop in my head when I you know I <laughs> yeah, didn't mean no, to. No, add, you know. You're completely right. You're completely yeah, right. Yeah. So if we have like a a file, like you know, if we have 500 megabytes per card. That we have to process it. It's, it's a you know, then our scan may take two point five seconds, but you know, like the actual grade might take thirty seconds to two minutes, which would suck. So, what we're what we're doing is like we're taking that result. Like the, that's why we have the camera and the laser. It's it's kind of smart because the laser like they can work together to to narrow down the field. Um, and then, you know, there's only a few things that we need the laser to do. We don't need the, we don't need the every single data point. Uh, we just need the important ones, uh, for the laser to like, to test. And we're, we're doing a lot of testing with that. There's also, oh, oh nice. Cool. Yeah. Th th there's also like ways we can, you know, generate things from the raw data from the laser that we can kind of like cheat a little bit. Uh, so we still get that laser data, but we don't, we don't have to pay for it with 500 in megabytes of of data. Like, See, we, as we content creators, we deal with the memory issues every day. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. I shoot a video in 4K. I'm sitting at 200 gigs. 
And then by the time I whittle it down and go through the whole process of Final Cut Pro and all that, you know, you try to get as low as you can. I'm like, if just little me is doing that and you got all these cards pushing through <laughs> and you have all that da that data being collected, which is awesome. I mean, that's actually probably one of the best things, you know, we could ever ask for from a graded card perspective. Just yeah, the data add up. You so know? so I, I, Harley, I, I wanted to ask a, another follow up question to that. Um, with all of that data, what does that do for buying and selling? Because it seems to me like that would be amazing. The fact that you'd be able to scan that uh, QR code. So is the QR code going to be um, scannable and all of the data available to anybody who scans that code? Or is it going to be like if I logged in, you know, I could see X amount and then anybody else could see a certain amount. You know what I'm saying? As I understand, we're going to keep it all open. Uh, but, you know, like uh, Alex, like, like our CEO, CEO or CMO, we might we might like allow you the option to control that, uh, but like from my understanding right now, we're just gonna make it all open. Like that's that's the plan. So yeah, if you're going on eBay, you see an AGS card, you can scan it, see exact, see the full report. It's open to everybody. And what it can do for the for the market actually is, if you have like a a nine or a ten, like there'll be, you know, say like the average price for a nine is thousand dollars you would pay a little extra for a 9.45 ags for example or a 9.25 will have a different price so the average price what what would that be it would be kind of relative to how good of a nine it is um i, I could see that happening kind of naturally um yeah yeah and that kind of happens now i mean if you really look at the market yeah. um from a just a visual perspective but it's much it's much more difficult to buy a card on ebay and you know find all of the defects on a picture than it would be you know if you had the card in front of you but uh i know like i bought uh six charizard uh, base set charizards they were all eights i bought six of them and they all were very different um i kept the best one but they were all eights and there was some that i would have been like I think this eight probably could have got a 10 in all honesty, if I, you know, looking at it, I don't know how it got an eight, but all the other ones, you know, I could see the defects. This one, I couldn't. So I kept that one. I sold the rest of them, but um, I could see how that having all that information could really help gauge whether you want to buy a specific card or not. Yeah, for sure. It's I mean, uh, that's what Jeremy said at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. was the exact same thing. Why, you know, you don't know what you're getting. You could have a guy in a good day and a guy in a bad day. Yeah. Right. And well, I mean, especially now with like the pandemic and everything, we've seen how bad those inconsistencies can get too. So it'll be, it'll really be a breath of fresh air to kind of have that same standard apply across the board. Yeah, absolutely. And out of curiosity, if you guys know, um, like, let's just say the centering is like a, you know, 9.11 or whatever. Why don't you put like the decimal rating on there? Like have the, I guess, average out to be like, this card's a 9.54. You know what I mean? Show of hands. Would you, would you guys like, what would you prefer? Uh, would you prefer decimals on the, the actual slabs? No. I, I think no. I would at least to the half number. I could see cutting off at least. That's the, where the QR know, comes in. That's that's yeah. pretty much where the QR comes in. You'll you'll be able to get 
not only the decimal points for the total grade, you'll be able to see exactly what your centering has, your hollow has, your back, right. you know, the whole the whole lot of it. But that so. gets a that's, there's a much deeper uh, look into that though, because you have us who are we're just normal collector guys, and then you have the investor collectors who that nine five means like you like you said at the beginning of the podcast, Jeremy. That's you know tens of tens of thousands of dollars. So we may not like want that, but an investor who's looking into making that something over time and they might really want that point on there, that decimal side. It just, I guess it all depends really. See, I guess for me, like, I guess part of it is I'm a numbers guy and also with the comp, like a competitive side. And I think about the idea, like if I sent in a card and Zen sends in a card and we think they're pretty similar condition and he gets a 9.33 and mine's a 9.39, I'm just like, well, I guess mine's better, you know, like technically. <laughs> so it, I don't know. I guess I could see both ways though, where like whole numbers sound better and then, you know, some people want the the half numbers at least or whatever, you know, well, when, you, when you look at it in terms of grading video games too, that's what they do. They don't do solid numbers. They do decimals. It's usually only oh. like, you know, 9.1, 9.2. And see, I, I was wondering with the video games, if that's more because those boxes are 3D, like visibly 3D, whereas cards are 3D when you really, really can zoom in on it. But like in our naked eye, it doesn't really yeah, come off yeah. as 3D. They are. See, I, <laughs> I have a hard time though, because when you look at a 9.5 versus a 10, it, it drives you nuts because it's like, there's, how can you possibly really get it to the point where it's just that much off? And mm. then you're talking like, say first edition Charizard with Gary, you're talking a million dollar card now just got dropped all the way down because of that half decimal. It's kind of like, Again, it's two different worlds of collectors out there. So that, that's the other issue to it. For me personally, I wouldn't mind a half decimal, like Grumpy said, but I wouldn't want really probably to go like a one, two, three. It, it would, to me, just kind of, I don't know, it'd be weird. And of course, you know, we all have, most of us here are all ADHD and we all have OCD. <laughs> that would probably drive me up to the wall to see that. I just couldn't take it. <laughs> Yeah, so right now we're keeping it uh, with the, like the traditional format, and then um, but like if you scan that code, you'll be able to see all those like finer finer details. We we, we still may like you know shift as time goes on, but that's like that's a choice we can make. Like right, right, right. Of course, yeah. you'll see the point fives, not the point one ones, gotcha. right. not the point one two eight seven fours. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I mean, it would I, drive I me I, nuts if I saw that, like nine point two seven. I'd be like, no, why? Unesthetic. It's very unesthetic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you miss that, you know, nine point five by and by mentally not appealing. Like, no, yeah. and yeah, mentally I'm, not I'm appealing. Now, I could, I could see it as a big, as a big thing. You know how we do card battles. Uh, you know, us PokeTubers, we we open packs and we battle out. You know what we're gonna get. I could see, you know, if you did the decimals, like. PokeTubers sending stuff in and then battling to see who gets the better, you know, by the one decimal point better. Um, yeah. That would be <laughs> new type of battle. There you go. New battle. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I, I, I wanted to, um, uh, I don't know if there, if, you know, what other questions you guys had, but I, I did want to bring up the label again. Um, if you guys want to show the label that you guys have currently, and also um, you guys had talked about that secret label and your, your grades, your secret grade that you guys are going to get. So I don't know if you want to bring that up. Secret label is not available yet. Um, this is this is our current label, what Mike is showing. 
Um, we so also we have, have a light blue as well. Yeah. Well, these are both these are both light blue, but the, it's mm -hmm. hard to see on this camera right now. But uh, the uh, there's like a uh, okay. Now this one I printed all these. Let me see if I can. Uh, let me make you a little bit bigger over here. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So you see like the little AGS. Oh, oh. there you go. So you see like the little uh, AGS. Uh, or little, little little lettering here, mm -hmm. right? That's uh, AGS on the background, and we have like the uh, the QR code placement, and then the the hollows for our logos, nice. and uh, the hollow for uh, you know on on, on this side, um, and you know right here we'll have all the information about the card, and then here we'll have information about the grade. And is there uh, any anti theft measures put into it or no? Yeah, I don't know so, what would be done, but yeah, yeah. So there, there is, there is a pattern. Uh, like it's hard to, to to show here, but there's a pattern on this. Oh, I see it. Is, it's uh, it's unique for every single one of the uh, uh, for every single one of the slabs. Oh wow, uh, nice stickers. So okay. that, that that that's like the anti theft measure we have in place now. Actually. Um, if I didn't miss my flight tomorrow, uh, Monday, I during the day, I would be visiting our factory there that does uh, the slabs. And actually, we we're going to be adding some. We're going to do doing another iteration on these uh, stickers actually uh, to add even more layers of security and also aesthetic appeal because we're we're, we're simplifying some components of it. Um, okay. In terms of like what we print on it, uh, but yeah, that that's and also like material changes to improve the, uh, uh, the, the like the printing aesthetics uh, so yeah uh, more, more have, I just gonna ask do you have like a test label or something you can show that actually shows like what you know where the name of the the card will be in like the grade to see how it it would like officially look on there yeah I think there's a photo I could show you let me let me try to bring this up oh yeah oh my god you guys will love this photo. Okay, yeah, so, I'm a visual guy, so I got to see it. <laughs> how can I best send it to you right now? Oh, actually, I can share it on my screen, right? Uh, I don't know if you can share your screen. If you've yeah. if you got a share button there, you, you probably can. I can. I do have a share share screen. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll share a window. Okay. So, do you see my screen? <clears throat> yep. Yes. Ooh. So this is uh, we're experimenting with like colors and like how they would look for slabs, but we're probably gonna may not do this. So, uh, but you know, we're, we're just sharing it right now. We'll see what 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 what's that afterwards. But you can see here, this is our uh, with the with the barcodes. We're gonna be removing those and making like the the grade a little bit more prominent uh, here, uh, and also like kind of simplifying different aspects of it, but. Yeah, this is kind of what our labels look like now. These are the different some different color options. Uh, Mike, we, yeah. the camera quality might have been a little bit off. Can you zoom in onto that AGS that's ghosted in the background behind the the printed nineteen ninety nine Pokemon game? Just zoom into there. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what he was mentioning before. I don't know oh, if the camera pattern, picked yeah. it up or not. That AGS pattern. That's in the right. background. That's actually really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a pattern on this, but also here, uh, like you see this little wavy yeah. in, in the background. Yeah. So that that like uh that's kind of a dual thing that we have going on. Nice. Uh, but these are these are just like uh kind of photos that we have of like just mock-ups. 
uh, that we were just trying to like we, we took one raw like, and we did like mock-ups of it. Now so, the only thing I noticed is the your front pattern. It does look awfully close to PSA's pattern a little bit. Now that I look yeah. at it, it looks yeah. a little bit. It looks. It a does little have bit some similarities. Yeah. Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah. So we're 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 like this is what we're going the process of like modifying a little bit right now. Uh, oh, okay. So, but we want to kind of keep the we, we kind of started there because we're not like we're not trying to be like the best at making like stickers. Uh, for example, like per se, like nothing. Like we definitely want to animate innovate there. But like our, our our entire focus is on like just has been on grading yeah. uh, and automating that process. But now, like that, we've made a lot of progress. We we really want to change how this looks here. Uh, so we're going to be removing these barcodes um, on the bottom here. This white white space. We might like, kind of be playing around with it. We wanted to keep a traditional feel um, and kind of like a clean feel that doesn't like really protrude too much out onto the like you know and interfere with the card. So we, we you know as a starting point, we did kind of look at PSA as a model for that. Uh, but now we're we're in the process of of like you know putting a big twist on it, uh, not too big, but you know. Some, some, I love some. it. I think I love the clean personally. The cleaner yeah. look. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the uh, the clean. I don't need all the extra stuff in there. You know, like just yeah. having like a very simple taste to it is good. But I, my favorite part of this <laughs> is that you have a dark blue border on it instead of the red and. I just, I always hated PSA's red outlining of their stuff. <laughs> just, the the yeah. dark blue is a lot more appealing to me. And I have to say that white slab for me uh, looks real nice. I like it. Mm -hmm. Would you guys make it like uh, customizable, like per your choice with those colors? Or is that something you were playing? Like, like it's almost like something you just were touring with. We're just, uh, we're, we're, we're just like uh, playing around with this idea right now. Uh, of, of customization i'm personally uh so like our partner david brought it up i'm personally like i just want to keep that part as simple as possible so it's mm -hmm. like one less thing to think about and in general like right now we have uh clear slabs so we don't have any frosting or anything on our slabs and then we have this clean label uh as well and like I, i'm just, i'm okay just keeping that part super simple mm -hmm. so we already have like so much on our head with the just with like the actual machine and that's course. really where like all of our energy, I think, should be. Uh, Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter as much. Like all these other things don't matter as much as like that report. That report mm -hmm. and the integrity of that report is like the most important thing. So that's like where we're putting like our 110% into. Yeah. I mean, pretty much any other company can go and do this and just yeah. change the color of their slab and change the color of their label and you know it's all just aesthetics but and of course we want to make them look as nice as possible i personally uh prefer the, the clear slab that cgc has for example over the psa frosted slab um that doesn't mean everybody's going to like the same thing you know i mean you always have uh different opinions on stuff like that but um i i mean i i like i like the fact that you guys are you know playing around with it toying with with the possibilities um and uh ultimately i think keeping it simple is probably a good way to go you know yeah yeah i, I agree with you <laughs> yeah i had a question about your um your grading like the the grade that would be on the card yeah so for example um and i don't even know if this would be really possible to have this much of a uh, gap between your grades 
But if you're grading on so many different things, I know that, um, you know, you have to take into account basically like what a minimum, whatever is, and then like what your maximum is, whatever. But like, if there was such a gap where like, let's just say everything on the card is pretty much perfect, but there's like a scratch that's like really bad or something. So that like the surface scratch would be deducted a lot, I would think, or the surface grade. And let's just say that grade was like a, f a 5.55 or whatever. How, like basically what would end up being the grade? Like, would it be how I think, what is it? PSA and BGS, they only go, what is it? Like down to one, um, whatever, or like one above whatever the lowest grade is or something like that. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So uh, just to kind of like, okay, so th this is a very good question. So um, there's a lot of uh, subjectivity now that comes into play uh, with getting down to the lower grades. Um, and what, you know, kind of our CEO's mind is to, and I think kind of makes sense, is to try to stay on par with BGS and PSA in terms of like how they view those cards and, and try to generally try to match like the what, what would be expected mm. uh, as opposed to putting on our own and, and, and our own like like uh, kind of grades based on just the data itself mm. and splitting up into 10 even just like say so we have we're gonna have 10 grades you know splitting the distribution and, and saying like if you got into 20th percentile it's a two uh, or if you got into 50th percentile it's a five. I think that may not be the hunt, like the fairest way to do it, because it's not in line with what people are used to. So we, mm. we kind of for, for those grades, we're, we're gonna that that's why we're why we're gonna be playing with like thresholds a little bit. And for surface, it's very interesting how we how we get there because we're like right now we're doing a uh, like we're making an equation of some sort of you know if you have this scratch, you know how do we how, how, like how many white spots is a scratch worth? For example, mm. uh, and uh, and then what about a crease? What about a corner bend? What about you know mm. a bunch of dirt? Uh, and uh, we're like we're, we're playing with these numbers right now, trying to make like kind of make sense in, mm. a, in a way. Um, and because right now we have all the selections, uh, and we're, we're just kind of playing around with it. So you know, there there in my I can tell you right now there will be a multiple on a crease and a multiple on a scratch and a corner bend. There will be multiples on that pixel, like you know, pound for pound, pixel for pixel, they're, they're gonna be, there's gonna be a multiple. And we, we've made some amazing improvements with the whitening and the, and the dirt spots right now as well. So that, you know, if we, we just implemented this, so like, and I was saying like, it's, you know, as time goes on, it could be improved, but right now, if we have a very solid white spot and fading around of it, around it, we take that entire region and that, that we selected through annotation. And then we like we only extract how white or how like dirty it is, like how damaged it is. We, we extract that uh, and as a value. So, you know, you could have a card that has a lot of little whitening all over the place and a card with just one big white spot and they'll be graded evenly. Right. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, I, and is that, I mean, is that pretty much how it goes with any other grading company currently? Like they, you know, I mean, it's, it's going to be a little bit different though, because it's a human doing it. Right. So you don't have that, I guess that perfect, uh, 
num numeration of how big that white spot is versus all the little white spots, right? Exactly. It's kind of a guess. Exactly. So that 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 like you know humans make their best guess in, in a sense like it's there's, there's subjectivity involved. So you know like we mentioned at the very very beginning like you can be having you know maybe like you you know like your puppies hit your eye or something like that like you're or you know you just there was like you know something was you have a fight with your girlfriend yeah you, you gotta <laughs> fight with your girlfriend you have enough sleep the, la the night before you know and then uh or you you know yeah you, you want you just went to the dentist the other day and you're you know you have a toothache and like you know it affects your grade it affects the ability to grade yeah. uh, but with the machine it's just it just takes data, eats it, and then like, spits out the the grade, and like that's all. And there's like a black. So, yeah. so this kind of leads in, I think, to something else with the cards, and that is like that's infiltrated the hobby and every hobby, every TCG out there, sports cards, fake cards. Is is the AI able to pick that up yet, or is that something you still have to try to implement and figure out? Yeah, so we're partially there. We we have input into the machine a bunch of fake cards, and uh, it's like by a bunch I mean like a thousand. And uh, we've done a comparison uh, between them and the real cards, and we see noticeable differences. And that's why we're kind of like very thankful for the data from the laser. So we 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 have some optimization left to do in terms of like compressing that data from the laser to to. You know, kind of what is the computationally cheapest way to kind of handle that situation? But the scanning is able to on a like literally like we can see down to the human like you know, a third of a human hair and extract and see like what what the surface looks like. Uh, and through that, we can differentiate very clearly. Is there now when you rip a Pokemon card in half? Which I, I've I mean I've done it with like energies. And and you can see on the inside they have they have that known layer in the middle, and I think that's is it maybe carbon or something, I, I, or you know like a paper carbon or something like that. That's what separates usually Pokemon from from the fake cards is that they have that black layer in there. Is there, I wonder if there's any way with because of the chemical that's used by that card for the computer to pick up that chemical and read it, you know, while it's shooting it down. It might be it's picking up samples from the from the paper, uh, yes. car, car, like carbon dating type of thing, I guess, or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, 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 that's a that's a very good point. We have yet to implement a chemical uh, scanning into our machine, but you know, stay tuned. <laughs> I, 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 I'm Density sorry. Also this plays a role in this as well. No, this is a really this good. This is like the best no, it's a great question. We actually we actually did the opposite of what most collectors do, and we went hunting for fake cards. So we kind of specifically well, tried to buy the fakes. I bought um, fakes by accident. <laughs> he bought them by accident, but you know, it definitely helped out. I mean, you, you can know, go to down to Chinatown. Out. I'm sure you guys found tons it happens. of them. Yeah, yeah. It happens. But you know how you've seen a fake and you could just tell just by looking at it that it's a fake. Yeah. There's something off by the density. There's something off by the, the hollow. You know, those are pretty obvious. Um, Colors. Usually those are kind weird. of. Yeah. 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 So how, how is it that you would differentiate um, a fake card from, and I'm going to give a very basic example, which I'm sure you guys are already taking into account. Base set, you've got first edition, thick stamp, thin stamp, gray stamp, all these variants. Um, and I'm sure there's a 
gazillion other sets that have a bunch of variants as well. And did how you, you get that take, grumpy? How do you guys take that into account versus it's a fake? Right? Yeah, yeah. So um basically just like zooming in like on the car on like that stamp and seeing what the what the ink droplets like around it look like, seeing what the stamp itself looks like, and um, you know, doing that with like some legitimate cards and using that as the barometer to kind of test all the other cards against. Uh, and doing that with known data. So we're, we're kind of doing um, kind of reinforced learning at, 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 like for, until we're, we're confident that it's in a good situation to differentiate between the two. And then we, you know, once we open to submission, we open up that like that reinforced layer into uh, kind of like an op a more open system where it just takes in new new data, and uh, we're not teaching it what to do. It's just confirming it. And another reason, like w why we're taking some time before we like open this up, is because we wanna we wanna stress test the system, and we're constantly now whenever we're grading a card, we're we're like mm -hmm. we'll, we'll go and manually confirm that everything is is right. And then you know, build. We're we're building confidence step by step. So right now we have some really really good confidence. We're like we're very confident in the like the, the four major subcategories, uh, with the exception of like let's say we're like I would say ninety five percent on surface. There's like a five percent left for us to do within the robo grading system that that just remaining where we're like there's some questions. And then for the authentication layer, like. We got a, you know, these fake cards. We can tell the difference between, you know, just like a fixed GX card, like XY Evolutions is like kind of the the the, ba the, the set that we tested on. Uh, but you know, th there's the base set, there's the stamps. Like we, we have to go through all of these, and we have those cards. Uh, like we like the raw ones. We got to get those new fake ones, and just you know, we got we got some work to do there. But um, yeah, that that's basically in a nutshell how we how we would do. We'd really zoom in on the card, and um, just make sure that like you know, we're training it properly. Once again, right. when did you guys start this? When did this start? When did you actually you had the idea and you said let's do this? What when was that? So in December, I met with our CEO and we were just like we were at like we were at his place. We we're just talking and like yeah, you know, we we had some. We're like, what we're we gonna do like. And we we went through a bunch of ideas, and then we really started focusing on like what's the biggest problem from all of these ideas, and that that's where kind of the idea for AGS started germinating. And then I think it was there was another like idea that we had like with no, there was another patent and everything that we're like oh let's demo that, and then um, we demoed that it was pretty cool, but then we're like you know what let's let's try to do something with card grading because I think like. Because we were also analyzing like the cost and the timelines and everything, and it was a headband cam. It was a headband camera, yeah. Yeah. And, but when uh, you say December, you're saying December of 2020, right? Yeah. You got. I mean, you wow. guys are. Most businesses what take three to five years to go from from idea to actual implementation, and you're like about to drop this thing in like in a month or two, right? You know, but. The, the, the December we didn't even like we didn't even do any work on it. It was mm -hmm. just a conversation. That's just that's just absolutely amazing though. Because as you as we've been talking to you through this whole conversation, 
it's like you want to keep finding ways to speed up and go quicker and quicker. And I'm just I'm just sitting here in amazement how fast you guys have literally gone to designing a machine, having all these people under you working for you, doing all this stuff. I mean, that's absolutely just blowing away amazing how fast you're making this happen. I don't think people maybe re realize how fast you've actually got this going. I mean, that's I mean, it's saying something. We yeah, definitely it have that long team. to um, create this podcast. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say ahead. it took us this long, <laughs> that long to create this podcast and actually get the ball rolling on it. So, I mean, yeah. we, have, we, we definitely have a great team, but a lot of people underestimate um, a lot of people underestimate going to market before the product is done. Um, that's just something that people people want to perfect it before they release it out. What we do is we have a pretty much, you know, just a rough sketch. We throw it into the market. We see how it goes. We see how people react to it. We see what the consumer needs because, you know, we have, we obviously make our own guesses as to what the product should be. But at the end of the day, we need input from everybody else. So sure. just like what we did at Collecticon, the machine wasn't even fully ready, um, but we got so much feedback. We probably increased it by 30%. Mm -hmm. And yeah. a lot of people wait until it's perfect before they go to market. We create a concept, go to market, and then fix any bugs that we have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess consumer feedback is a really, really good way to get to a you know perfect state rather than you guys just brainstorming and thinking and then you put it out there. Next thing you know, some guy's just like, hey, this this sucks because of XYZ. And you're like, oh, all right, you know. We're not afraid of failure. Right. Because we've had so many before, I guess. <laughs> I mean, well, that's, how you, that's how you learn. So, yeah, you know. for sure. Yeah. I'm in the the film and entertainment business now, and and, and it's got the same idea. You you they they put together a production, they'll put it, you know they'll they'll get it all filmed and everything, but they won't put it out there quite yet. But what they'll do is they will put it out to a few select places, get the feedback, and if they got to go and, and reshoot some things, they'll do that. So it's like I understand it from that concept of where yeah you want to try to get out there as quick as you can because it's it's all costing money, and so while you're spending the money, you might as well you know get current you know feedback to commit to help even maybe maybe save money while still building it and everything so i it, it basically makes sense i mean for sure yeah. yeah yeah absolutely uh i think all yeah like all in all we've been in at, at it for like four and a half months right now yeah that's so crazy wow. that's so that's, crazy yeah that's amazing <laughs> like yeah like just it's it's kind of surreal to me how fast it's been going but it's like it's been going like we're we're going like I think in That's, four and a half months we'll be like in a very, very solid state. Sure. I mean the way it's looking from our view, it's it's very solid right now, and from what we're hearing from you guys, it it really sounds great. I mean the future sounds very, very promising. Um, mm -hmm. I had another question. One other question is that I had is I, I think it, it kind of may have already been answered, but basically um, you're going to be able to grade. You said earlier you could grade a credit card. So that means you would be able to grade Japanese cards, card ass, top sun, Korean, Chinese, Yu-Gi-Oh, MetaZoo, any of those cards. It'll be able to grade all those cards. Or does that AI have to be kind of dialed into each of those TCGs because they have little differences here and there? So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes, we can grade pretty much every single card um, right now. Um we, we, we are using like, for some things we're using like a camera laser hybrid, but like, you know, we're just starting like 
we, we just started this. So, you know, eventually we're going to be all laser and we have techniques for just pure laser grades that we're trying to sync up with like what, you know, makes sense uh, from the camera. And that, that, that's just like, you know, like with the camera, it's really easy because you see a white spot and you're like, oh, that's a white spot. With the laser though, like we kind of have to teach it like, oh, there's like a bump here and this bump is this big. Um, and all of that training is a big undertaking. So like we're, we're kind of like simplifying now, but yes, we, we can, with the laser, just scan all those cards, give you a grade for all those cards. It may not be like the, like if you gave me today, like just a credit card, like I can tell you it has bad surface or bad, you know, or, you know, bad edges without even knowing anything about the card in terms of the AI. Uh, but just purely looking at like, just, you know, using like kind of special mathematical techniques. Uh, and then in terms of the, in general, we, we are going to be adding those, all those cards. We already started adding a lot of Japanese cards, uh, you know, um, to, to our, to our system. A lot of kind of like unique top card, tops cards as well. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Dragon Ball Z cards. We're, we're, we have like photos of sports cards, like on, on the books right now for, you know, for our team to make. And uh, this is just for like experimentation. Like, uh, like we're very aggressively experimenting all the time with improving all of our systems. Uh, and uh, yeah, like we're like, I, again, we're doing it, we're going to be doing base set, but there's going to be, there might be some surprises. So just stay tuned. Yes, like that. Yeah. Yeah. And would you guys eventually be, um, at the point of even grading like packs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you guys can pretty much grade just about anything, really. But um, yeah, I think it. I think the packs and you know the booster boxes and stuff like that. Like nobody's actually grading booster boxes. That I, I know just of. surprising. Yeah, the, the biggest constraint is time. Um, so like, cause like, yeah, like if you, if you gave me like a week and I just had to stop, like we stopped everything we're doing or like, can we grade, you know, a booster box or grade a, like a, um, whatchamacallit, a, a pack, uh, like we, we can do it. Like we can get it done. Uh, yeah. but the thing is like, we, so we have to balance that with, do we like, let's like, we, we got to launch this at the certain date. So we have to dial in, um, you know, we, we need to basically review the 10,000 cards that we grade right. <laughs> and, and just be like, okay, these are the final grades. They're like, they make sense. Everyone agrees. Let's put them out there. Like maybe at an event, see how that works. Can we get this slot? Like we also have, we're setting up like our, our grading operation table as well. And our grading, grading room, there are a lot of components that go into this to make sure that, you know, dust particles don't get it onto the cards. The cards are kept in like, you know, pristine condition uh, yeah. from the box to the, the slab. Um, and, you know, we're looking at like ventilation or all, all these things, uh, improving the, the, the stickers uh, for the labels uh, that go into the slabs, uh, adding, you know, new features to the reports and all of that. So that, that that's kind of our focus. But, we technically are going to be able to grade anything in the future. Should yeah, like yeah, like should, should it come up? If the, if there's a way, we'll find it. Um, Once we train the AI, you know we can do pretty yeah. much. Whatever. Yeah, there's more machinery yeah. that we can get. Yeah, yeah, of course. 
I mean, have you ever think, go ahead, Jen. I was just going to say the possibilities are, are really great that you guys are able to do that. And then in the future, and it doesn't have to be right now, obviously. Right. But in the future, you know, a year from now, two years from now, you guys can say, Hey, we want to grade these booster boxes because nobody else is doing it, whatever yeah. the case is, but the possibilities there. And I think like the collectors can get excited about that because I mean, like, I know I am just the fact that like that is now a possibility. And I don't think any other grading company, for example, has, has ever wanted to mess with a booster box and grading it and authenticating it because how difficult would it be to do oh, yeah. that? You know, making sure it's real, uh, it hasn't been resealed, whatever the case is. And um, yeah. that's probably why they're not authenticated now. I would love to get now. this graded. I would there love to get go. this graded. Yeah. I mean, you can send you it know. to me. I'll grade it for you. <laughs> yeah but have you guys talked to anybody why nobody's willing to grade this type of stuff though has gary i know you said gary is a uh, a small partner and his, his advice have they ever mentioned why they don't because we've never really heard other than zen's uh zen theories, theories why we don't <laughs> they don't grade this stuff the only thing we could think of was just for insurance purposes really i mean this isn't a first edition but it's an unlimited and it's still worth quite a bit. So I don't know, you know, I, but I mean, they're grading cards worth as much as these boxes. So it just seems weird. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I'm not sure right now. Like we, we've just been on a, like we were just born like, like yeah. yesterday. <laughs> and we, we're, we're only just, a couple months old. We just woke up and we're just like cards, cards. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're just doing cards. I mean, right it, so I kind of agree with Zen's theories. Like, there's no way. How are you going to check if it's resealed without I'm, breaking I'm the seal? About it. I'm thinking How are about you going to, you know, ask the money? It's it's. Can I when say we that? see them, we'll ask them. <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> I have an idea. I have an idea that might work. Brainstorm, Mike. Brainstorm. Well, live, live brainstorm. Uh, might be expensive, but it might work. Money's no object. <laughs> Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> don't we don't give away all your technology. ideas now, because next no, yeah, thing you know, it. you got some other uh, you some other grading company be like, "Hey, that's a great idea. Let's get into that." Yeah, yeah like, like we said, we're oh, going to do it. I know how to do it. I know how to do it. We'll discuss on Monday's meeting. On Monday's that's meeting, funny. we'll, we'll have a conversation. Keep the thought. Write it yeah, down. If you need a grading company, let's bet. I'll bet you right now. Let's do a competition. Yeah, ideas are useless until execution. So yeah. seven days, yeah. seven days. I, mean, I can, I can come up with all kinds of ideas, but I, I won't <laughs> right be here. able to execute them. Yeah, There's Jamie. a lot of ideas. You know, we need Michael so, over there brains to, uh, to come up with good stuff, you know? So I was just thinking out. of something, um, once you guys launch and everything and you're actually starting to grade cards, I'm sure you'll still go to various conventions whenever you can. Would you guys ever think about the idea of at said convention having like a live grading thing like basically yeah. hey bring your card not everybody that comes but like you know maybe we'll select 100 people that come through every day and grade their card real time in person we kind of had something similar at collecticon it wasn't fully ready but you know that's definitely in the realm of possibility we need to we need to reach our october 9th milestone right, right of course and so yeah, grumpy. Answer oh my grumpy. God. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, what our vision is is that like you're you're gonna we're gonna slab slab things for it. Like we're gonna do live slabbing, grading and slabbing, like in person. That that's what we want to do. Uh, that's gonna take some like like 
Okay, it's a lot of machinery. But right, right. It can fit on the table. It can fit on two tables, uh, like more one big table. And uh, yeah, it'll be like. Uh, is that like going to be ultra? Is that ultrasonic, or how are you guys slabbing them? Yeah, ultrasonic. Oh, okay. Yeah, so See, big, I, I was thinking whenever um, whenever the idea popped in my head, it was like five minutes ago, and you were talking about like basically having to make sure that you don't get the uh, like dust and stuff like that, you know. And then I thought about that, and I was like, oh wow, yeah, that makes good, you know, makes a good point. Where if it's you know a laser or whatever, and it, it you know detects any dust and like that kind of thing, it could throw it off. And how would you kind of make sure if it's a new setup, like you had to set it up yesterday and you know, that kind of thing would be kind of difficult, I guess, you know? Yeah. To an extent. Yeah. You're, you're, you're kind of right about that. So like we would have to have some sort of like kind of, maybe it wouldn't be out. Like we would need to have a big space. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like multiple yeah. Tables and then like all of the, like we could set up a booth in the, mm -hmm. in the center uh, of like where like all of our representatives are and like a vacuum seal. Everyone yeah, like kind of a vacuum seal booth <laughs> of some sort. So, uh, yeah, a bubble Suited boy up. booth. Right, yeah, bubble. <laughs> we, we need to call the finance guy and let and see what yeah. we can do. Yeah, because I mean, I think that'd be really cool. Like, even if it was actually for like people, like random people, you know, like like obviously not that you're doing it at this one, but let's just say you were ready to go and everything, and you went to the Florida convention, and and Zen's like, man, you know, I actually want to see what it's like. I've got two cards. I want to see, you know if they can grade it, how they're going to grade, you know, yada, yada, yada. Like that'd be really cool. Like a really cool experience. Um, so Absolutely. I just, you know, didn't know if that was like on the works for you guys. That's the goal. That's yeah. the goal. Yeah. Uh, did you, uh, did you guys have any other questions for uh, guests or? Are I think we, they pretty uh, much answered everything we could think of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's so much more that they've already Feel thought Feel free to DM us anytime. Task, so. <laughs> yeah. You know, we'll definitely follow up on any questions you guys have. Oh, for sure. Definitely going to hit you up about that collector coin. So, well, we had a, we had a really good time. At least I did uh, talking about oh, this. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's mind blowing. It's so interesting. I think that a lot of people are going to be interested in getting all these details and understanding how this goes. And um, so I had a really good time and I appreciate you guys being on the uh, podcast with us here, the cardboard addicts podcast. Again, this is AGS grading uh, Michael and Jeremy. And um, I, we're, we're going to go ahead and end it here. I just wanted to make sure that we uh, mentioned once again our sponsorship. Uh, we are sponsored by PokeCharles.com. Uh, we are going to put the link for PokeCharles.com in the description. We're also going to put a link over uh, to AGScard.com as well. Uh, so you guys can go check them out and uh, Collector Coin. Um, so, uh, you know, definitely go check all those places out. Ren, what was the uh, the deal for the sponsor again? That is for if you use the cap ETB promo, you're going to get uh, Chilling Rain 2 ETBs for $67.50 or you can do the Battle Styles ETBs, two of them for $63. Shipped. Shipped. Yep. That's always important. <laughs> yeah. And, don't forget uh, the shipping makes a difference. And don't and forget to check out Wooters yeah. on YouTube, guys. They got their own channel. And, I, man, I, I as a fan of editing, sick editing for sure in those videos. So really great stuff, man. Thank you. Thank you. We're just getting started. It'll, it'll only get better. 
Jeremy, Michael, thank, thank you guys you so much, much for having we us. Definitely appreciate yes, you. Thank uh, you guys. Yes, thank you. We appreciate you guys as well. Appreciate you guys. I hope you guys don't mind if we take a couple snippets from this and put it on our channel as well. Yeah, of course. We'll no, of course, not tag at all. you. Not at all. Yeah, not at all. Awesome. And we hope that you're going to be at our at the uh, premiere on YouTube. If not, it's cool. I'm sure you guys are extremely busy. We but will, we're going to. Yeah. yeah, we premiere Monday, right? uh, Monday at Monday noon, noon Eastern time. Uh, we are, we're always hanging out in the chat. At least the majority of us are hanging out in the chat and talking and yeah, uh, most kind of ones are there. That's literally right in the middle of our company meeting, but yeah, we'll we'll throw (laughs) it up. Well, it'll also be on the, it'll also be on all the podcasts by six in the morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you don't have to look at our, you don't have to look at all of our ugly faces and stuff. Maybe not you guys, (laughs) but uh, I haven't seen an ugly face yet. Thanks. Nice. Oh, it's the first Grumpy. time Grumpy's ever been complimented. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having us. We really appreciate it. Hey, thanks yeah, for coming thank on. You. Thank you, guys. Have appreciate it.